3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. September 4th. It's Friday. Feeling good. I'm going to have to start again with the best bet. Oh, my goodness. Folks, are you feeling me? Now, we didn't take a loss with the Celtics. It was a push. I gave out one last night. It went up in some places to one and a half or two. People were betting on Toronto. Celtics lose by one at the buzzer. We'll get to that later. So that's a push for me. And then, of course, uh, you know, Clippers was a no-brainer. They destroy the Nuggets. We'll spend like 18 seconds on that beatdown. Listen, we're up to 12-3-1. It's quite a stretch, but... uh, You know, just since we do do some gambling on this show, um, I thought I would welcome everybody in on this beautiful Friday morning with my story about my Thursday. So I set the alarm for 4.45 a.m. I'm out the door by 5, and I have to drive to Vegas. I'd never driven to Vegas before. I could have flown to Vegas, but I just didn't feel super comfortable. I know I can can already hear you guys saying, you know, you wuss, come on. I just... It's less about the actual airport and the flight and the Uber. It's just all of it combined. And I don't mind admitting this. Uh, I kind of like to be in control of things. So when I'm driving, I'm in control. I need to stop. I need to go to the bathroom. I need this. What I'm running the show. So I drive a little under four hours to Vegas, pull into the first casino, sign up for an NFL gambling contest. I'm sure if you guys have followed me on social media, You know that I'm in the week, uh, the year long weekly NFL picks contest. Two years ago, I almost finished in the money. I think it's like the top 100 got paid. Number one gets over a million bucks. And I nearly finished in the money. I crapped my pants the last two weeks. It sucked. And I signed up for that contest. I was in and out of the casino in 30 minutes, the sports book. And these are, uh, then I went to another casino to collect gambling winnings from last season. I had some NFL futures that hit, and I had to uh, had some college basketball futures that they paid out refunds because the season stopped short. Now, neither of those two casinos were on the strip. This is the crazy part. Vegas was a ghost town. I mean, I know Vegas is hurting. A buddy of mine, uh, Preston Johnson, a.k.a. Sports Cheetah, he'll be on here soon. Uh, one of these days we'll get him. He, t- he just moved out of Vegas and was like, yo, it's it's not looking good. And I'm telling you guys, I the casino was empty. Now, it's Thursday, 9 a.m., but nobody on the floor. I mean, nobody at any of the tables. There was like three people pulling slots. It was bleak. It just felt, ugh. Everybody masked up, a lot of gloves. And I will say, I've been to San Francisco. It has a homeless problem. And um, Las Vegas had a lot of homeless people, just like, Hanging out outside the casino, it just didn't feel good or right. Uh, I hope Vegas gets it together. But um, that, And then I got back in the car after 30 minutes at the second casino, maybe 15 minutes, and uh, I drove home. So a lot of car time Thursday, listening to some podcasts. I uh, t- called my parents, talked to them, checked in with my brother. Um, and that's what you do on those long car rides. So I had a busy Thursday, and then I uh, watched the games Let's quickly get to the biggest story in sports, and it ain't the NBA, but it is the NBA. It's Steve Nash out of left field getting hired by the Brooklyn Nets. Now, why is this a big story? Number one, Steve Nash lives near me out here in the South Bay of Los Angeles. See the guy at the grocery store. I coached a first grade basketball, a game against him. His son is in first grade, uh, same grade as my son. And, um, you know, I've gone to parties and seen him there. And I was at a birthday party for, uh, one of my, one of my son's friends and we roll in and Steve Nash is hanging out there. And I'm like, gee, you know, you see him everywhere. He goes to my gym and works out with Damian Lillard. So I, I don't know Nash. I mean, I said, I to him. we've talked, I know people in his orbit. And I think this is a great, phenomenal hire for the Nets. And I'll tell you why. Rob G. disagrees with me, and we'll bring him in shortly. But you guys will remember, I talked about how risky this job is, going into a lion's den of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, two very strong-willed personalities. You know in the NFL how a coach is hired, and the number one question is, did he want that quarterback? Because if he didn't, he's going to get his guy. Okay. So Kyrie and KD clearly had to sign off on this. Everybody thought Kyrie Irving would handpick the coach. Didn't happen. A lot of chatter that he wanted Mark Jackson. He wanted Ty Lue. Somebody he could, you know, not be his puppet, but somebody who he would jive with. And he's not going to get, you know, jerked around there in, in the film room and yelled at and shoot out, which is probably what he needs. And I could say this. Nash worked closely. Everybody knows this with Kevin Durant in Golden State. And here's what I think happened. Nets management decided, you know what? We let Kyrie Irving bring Kevin Durant in. We're very happy for that. Then we let Kyrie Irving bring his buddy DeAndre Jordan in. Then we let Kyrie Irving fire the coach that we liked, Kenny Atkinson. Basically, that's what happened. Kyrie and Kenny Atkinson didn't see eye to eye. Kenny Atkinson, by the way, was a coach on the rise, and he gets dusted. The best part of this is Atkinson never started DeAndre Jordan at center, who Kyrie brought in. The first game after Atkinson was fired, who starts at center? DeAndre Jordan. I mean, Kyrie wanted to run the show, but management figured out, you know what? This is an outside-the-box hire. He's worked with point guards before, Damian Lillard, as I told you. And even if Kyrie's first reaction is, ah, whatever, you know? It's Nash. I didn't get my guy, but whatever. I think this is what Kyrie needs to mature as a player. Because, folks, I'm telling you, you watch these Boston Celtics out here much better than last year without Kyrie Irving. So this is what Kyrie Irving needs. He may not want it. It's like when I sit my kids down at dinner and my wife makes some vegetables. You put it on their plate and they kind of roll their eyes and they push it around. They don't want to take it. You need it. You don't want it, but you need it. And I think this is the perfect hire for Kyrie Irving, even though he's never coached a game, Steve Nash, and um, Kevin Durant, and I think this Nets team, you know, this this probably will go the right way. Two other quick notes. Number one, Stephen A. Smith of ESPN. Entertaining guy. But for him to come out and say this hire of Steve Nash is white man's privileges, I mean, it's one of the dumbest takes I've heard from anybody since the NBA bubble started. It's just asinine. Now, Stephen A. Smith had an incredibly successful career. He's made a lot of money. Okay? I know this, and he's not going to want this out there. I've been to parties, All-Star Weekend, where Stephen A. Smith rolls around with a bodyguard. Okay? That's how big of a deal he thinks he is. Like, Stephen A. Smith, slow your roll, dude. Calling a higher white man's privilege. You don't think Kevin Durant signed off on this? Remember... Steve Nash played in the NBA with Sean Marks, the GM of the Nets. Like, they knew each other. Come on. White man's privilege. And he kept on Jacques Vaughn as the head assistant, um, which I think was a good move as well. Jacques Vaughn was a very good coach for the Nets in the bubble. And my final statement, and this is not me pumping up Nash because I know him a little bit, but I just think his story is awesome. This is a guy from Canada who was nothing special in high school. He finally is able to get an offer to go to play basketball at Santa Clara. Remember, the story about Steve Nash is like he had to put together his own reel and send it out. And finally, he gets one offer from Santa Clara. It's like a six-foot-two white kid. Weighs like a buck eighty, And all he does at Santa Clara is take them to the NCAA tournament, win a game. Like, Steve Nash is an awesome success story. Becomes a lottery pick. He went, I think, lottery pick. He went 15th in the draft. I mean, super impressive for Steve Nash. But then it gets even better. He goes to the NBA and he's kind of lost in Phoenix. They don't know what to do with him. And they trade him to Dallas. He's in Dallas and he's eh, nothing special. We're talking four years in his NBA career and they're like, I don't know about this guy. And then he finally has like some chemistry with Dirk and foolishly, you know. They, they don't make him a priority. Steve Nash ends up in Phoenix. And what happened in Phoenix was this is when the NBA changed the hand-checking rules. This is huge. And this is when Kobe started to really go on a scoring binge. And more importantly, it unlocks Steve Nash to become an elite point guard where he was unstoppable. I mean, he went from just being like a ah, 14, 15, and 9-assist guy to like... 19 and 12 winning the MVP award back to back years in Kobe Bryant's prime. Like that's how good Nash was. I mean, his story is one of success. I absolutely love the story. You know, if you if you wanna if you've got a kid who plays youth basketball and you're like, you know, he's like, ah, he's okay, and he's really into basketball, give him the Steve Nash story. This is one of hard work, success, doing things the right way, not totally changing who you are. To fit into some coach's narrative, but staying the path and really having a successful career. I mean, Steve Nash is a Hall of Famer, folks. And now I will bring in Rob G, who is going to want to bash Steve Nash. Because let's just say this. Rob G is a big Kobe Bryant fan.
4: I'm not going to bash Steve Nash. He's a former Laker. You know, they're part of the family. It's okay. (laughs) And... Let's just admit that he did not deserve the second MVP. That was Kobe's. That was just a uh, – they didn't know what to do. And because Steve Nash was the most important player on the most exciting team, they felt like they had to give it to him. Even though everybody knows that was Kobe's 60. MVP. Did they win 60 that year? Uh, whatever. Yeah, what did they do in the playoffs? That was year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the ref screwed him against no, the Spurs. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't want to throw this hot take out there, but I'm just going to let it marinate on you.
0: Oh, boy.
4: The Steve Nash numbers that you're so excited about – have we not learned, especially in today's NBA, that everybody puts up numbers in the D'Antoni system? I, sorry, I didn't mean to say that about Steve Nash. I know it's kind of sacrilege. No, but no, apparently no. Was, every, that's fair. K- that's fair. K- Kendall Marshall was getting you 15-9-2 with the Lakers with D'Antoni as a coach. Mar- <laughs> so, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Is that a fact? I,
2: Kendall Marshall, like, the he, former UNC a, point guard?
4: Yeah, I think he had a 20-assist game, at least one. Oh, my It was gosh. crazy. All right. But fair let enough. me just say this about the hire. I hope he does well. I'm almost positive he will because Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are that devastating of a duo and they have a lot of talent on that roster. Whether they make a move or not, I think they're going to be pretty good. They're probably going to win the East next year. I expect them to be in the finals. Really? But what? But <laughs> in no way, shape, or form did he deserve that job mm. at all. He has no credentials to back up getting a job that plum other than, and this is a direct quote from Woj, Nash, 46, comes with no coaching experience, but he has a strong relationship with Nets star Kevin Durant. If that's all you can say about why you deserve to get arguably the best job to come available in the last three or four years, then I don't know what, like, I don't get it.
2: Well, you know the counter. What kind well, st- coaching experience does Steve Kerr
4: have? Well, Steve Kerr did not come into a team that everybody knew, talent-wise, was a championship contender.
2: Wait a minute! No. They were awesome with Mark Jackson. He, they won 50
4: games! They were, hey, they're a nice, plucky team. They could have been like Portland. With Damian Lillard right now, like, yeah, they're a good team. They might you know, make a Western final now and then. Nobody knew that the tweak to the offense was going to unlock this juggernaut. People thought that they had kind of peaked where they were with Mark Jackson. At the time. That's why nobody really thought too much of the hire. Like, oh, well, yeah, it's better than the Knicks job. So you might as well go with the the younger roster that has some established guys. But no, he did not deserve the job. There's nothing on his resume that says he deserves to get a job like that. If you want to give him the Phoenix Suns job or the Minnesota Timberwolves or or even... No,
2: but those are you can't win with those jobs. Even even the
4: Pelicans. (laughs) If you're a guy who has never coached before who only really had a lot of success in one system in his career, whether he's a Hall of Famer or not. Not like he was you know, Chris Paul doing it at four or five different locations where he was lighting it up. That's not what Steve Nash was doing. He was seven seconds or less, boom, a, a, a shooting star, and then nothing else.
2: But it would, couldn't you say that for the current NBA, where the pace is up, the scoring is up, the offense is ridiculous— Nash is maybe the perfect coach, given his history in the D'Antoni system and the seven seconds or less.
4: You could. I mean, I, I see that's a point. I just wouldn't agree with it. I don't think that because you were a good player makes you a good coach. History tells us that most of the best players are terrible coaches. Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson being the prime example. Arguably the greatest point guard. I would say the greatest point guard ever. Top Five, six, yeah. seven, wherever you want to put them well, all uh, time. But The and other the thing is, coach.
2: like, okay, that's a good point on Magic. And this actually works for Na- in Nash's favor. So Magic, from the second he walked into the NBA, was a superstar on, like, the highest level for his entire career. Magic goes to coach in the NBA. He can look on his team and relate to the major superstars. He can't relate to guys who are like 6 through 13 on the roster. He doesn't know what it's like to be a bench warmer. Ah, but Steve Nash does. Steve Nash was that guy who was like, you know, the 12th guy in... In high school as a freshman, and then he slowly works his way up. And then at Santa Clara, he becomes a star. And then in the NBA, he was on the bench. He started two, He started 11 games total in his first two years. He had to really earn his minutes. And I think maybe Nash can relate to everybody on that Nets roster. And the other thing, Rob G., and I've seen this up close in media, and sports media, sports is a big relationship business. If you can get along with people, You can hang with them. You're someone they want to hang with when it's Super Bowl week and it's parties galore. Yeah, I'll go run with him. He's cool. When it comes time for decisions, relationships significantly matter. And this does also matter outside of sports. I'll give you a quick example. So you guys know I'm a uh, part owner of that uh, Australian basketball team, right? How the hell did that come about? I get asked that so often, even by my parents. How did you get in on that? Okay. I would go to the gym, and I would play basketball and shoot, and eventually this big guy walks in there, this 6'8 white guy who's just dunking threes. I'm like, who is this guy? And he is a European basketball player. He's an American guy, but he's playing in Europe. He got a cup of coffee in like the NBA Summer League and ended up overseas. So I become friends with him, and we're still friends now. He's playing in, uh, I think, Italy or Germany or something, and... I say, you know what? Let me do a story on you for the big lead. I'll, I'll do. He's like, yeah, all right, yeah, no problem. Can you t- just talk to my agent so he'll clear that? So I reach out to his agent, and we start talking, and he's like, oh, I, I know the big lead. I know I know you. It's finally good to meet. And I become friends with his agent. His agent leaves the sports agency business and goes to D.C. United, and he's working under the big dog, Jason Levy. Who's Jason Levy, and he's a former NBA owner. So these guys are like in this like rarefied air that I normally wouldn't get to hang with. So I become friendly with this agent. He decides, you know what? I've got some guys who are going to get in on owning a basketball team in Australia. Jason, are you interested? Hell yeah, I'm interested. You know, these are opportunities that don't come along. I built that relationship with him. We would meet up for a drink in DC. Uh, I did a story on a DC United player. We met up for a drink out here in LA relationships matter. And I, I, okay, we've done too long on Steve Nash here, but I just, I love everything
0: about this hire. Rob G. kind of disagrees. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings.
1: Go to tirerack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com slash Colin. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel
3: perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express.
2: Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.
3: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
2: All right, quickly, let's buzz through the games from Thursday night. Nothing exciting. Um, nothing exciting, I'm sorry. <laughs> nothing exciting from the nightcap. Clippers the the Nuggets. I'll be honest, um, I I talked to Rob G and I said, you know, I didn't like what I saw from the Clippers because they were so good so quickly. You know, I thought maybe the Nugs would hang for a half and it was an 18-point game at half. And if you look closely, Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell started to get it going. Patrick Beverly played. Marcus Morris is hitting shots. They're over that Mavs series. Nuggets maybe could steal a game, but the Clippers are going to be hitting on all cylinders when they face the Lakers. Um I'll talk about the Lakers in a second. Quickly on that Raptors-Celtics game, okay? It was a lucky win for the Raptors. I hope we can agree on that. There should be no bones about it. The Celtics, once again, were the better team down the stretch. The Raptors hit a a one-in-a-million shot, a three-pointer with less than a second left at the buzzer on a great play diagram from the great Nick Nurse, the coach of the Raptors, saved their hide. I saw a stat Kyle Lowry played 46 minutes and 29 seconds of the 48 minutes. And according to the AP writer, that is the most minutes for anyone in a regular season game this year. You know what that tells me? That the Raptors were desperate and Lowry played his butt off. He was great. 31 points, eight assists. He took a shot in the balls and went down. Um, Van Vliet had a couple moments in the third quarter. Siakam, by the way, listen, let's keep it real, folks. He's a nice player. He's probably a three. He could be a a solid number two uh, as he was last year. But again, last year they had Van Vliet and Lowry hitting. This Raptors team's in trouble. Okay, the Celtics were the better team tonight. Tatum was not amazing, but he made enough plays late. Kemba was very good. He had what we thought would be the game-winning assist. I still think the Celtics take this series I thought that was a fluky win by the Raptors. Um, Rob G., any quick thoughts before we get to Lakers-Rockets?
4: I just think you got to give a little credit to Nick Nurse and drew up a hell of a play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a stark contrast from what we saw from uh, Billy Donovan the night before. Where he... That's the
2: kind of thing. Like, if you're the OKC owner and you see that, you're like, what the hell are we doing Exactly. With like, Exactly. Give me someone who could diagram an, an incredible play. Somebody was arguing to me that it looked like the Celtics were in a 2-3 zone. Uh, I can't imagine that that was the case. It looked like they were switching and they just lost track of OG Ananobi who kind of drifted quietly. Every There was all this other action right in front of the inbounder and OG Ananobi just slipped to the back and Kyle Lowry found him passing it over the 7'5 taco fall. Really incredible play. All right, let's quickly do a couple of minutes before I get to best bet. And um, Rob G's not going to like the best bet. Rockets... Lakers, Friday night, the line is six. Um, Rob G., any quick thoughts out of you, Lakers-Rockets game one? Keeping in mind, I'm sorry, that the Lakers flubbed game one badly against Portland, missing a million shots and losing.
4: Well, I'm not worried about them being flat like they were in game one against Portland, just because I think that now they kind of got their rhythm. What I'm worried about is that they will have only played one game in 12 days. There you go. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about it, them taking them a quarter and a half to a whole half before they kind of get their sea legs under them. And I could see it being a close game. I think they're going to lose, but I could see it being a lot closer than it should be yeah. given that Houston's coming off a uh, Game 7 nail-biter.
2: I think, yes, I would 100% agree. I think the perception is people saw the, um, the Clippers just destroy Denver, which went 7, and they're going to say, oh, Houston's going to be tired too. And the Lakers will destroy them. But your point about one game in 12 days is massive for the Lakers. And again, I want to see what Frank Vogel does with the starting lineup. Do you start JaVale McGee? I don't think so. Do you start Kuzma? Kuzma has had some really good games against the Rockets in the past. And how do you defend Harden? Because you know what it's going to be. James Harden dribbling the ball into oblivion. Maybe it's Danny Green. Maybe it's KCP. Maybe you give Caruso. A shot. Uh, what do they call him? The bald eagle, or the the, the bald the eagle? That's something? right. I mean, he's got every nickname in the world. And I'm curious to see if Anthony Davis goes back to Game One, Portland, where he's fading away and taking all the jumpers, or if he's being aggressive because uh, Covington and Tucker, these guys should not be able to handle him. Um, Bucks Heat. This is obviously the Milwaukee Bucks season on the line, and it's so strange, Rob G. I thought. Giannis, being what is about to be a two-time MVP, the first MVP and defensive player of the year since Michael Jordan. I thought people would be making a bigger deal of Giannis, and it seems like nobody cares. I, I'm stunned. Like The Heat are beating them in every facet. X's and O's bottling up Giannis. Like if they lose this game, Giannis is going to look up and down that roster and say, damn, I got a bunch of 30-year-olds here. We regressed. Chris Middleton, by the way, is 30. Um, we regressed. Last year, we made the conference finals. We led 2-0. Game three went to overtime before we lost to the Raptors. And now the next year, we lose in the second round? What am I doing here? I, this is a huge game for Budenholzer. I mean, we're talking about stuff, the rotation. Like, Why is Kyle Korver playing more than Conaton and, and DiVincenzo? Why isn't Giannis posting up? I mean, that's basic. <laughs> Who can guard Giannis in the post? Bam is good, but they're going to have to double that. are I, I, better bring something. Or this is... I mean, seriously, Rob G, if, if he gets swept as the number one seed, I, I don't know if you fire the guy, but I think you got to put him on the hot seat.
4: Oh, absolutely. And right now, I'm, I'm rubbing my fingers together Birdman style because I'm waiting for Giannis to come to the purple and gold in 2021. <laughs> Uh, but
2: wait, do you want Giannis on the purple? Of course
4: game? I do. He's just not being used correctly. He's not a focal point of your offense. And that's the problem that Boone-Nolter has. You can do that in the regular season because it's yeah. you're not game plan the same way. There's not as much intensity and defensive effort as you would see in the playoffs. But, I mean, for all the the trash that you've kind of spilled at, at Giannis's feet, he's still giving you 23-12-6. So it's not like he's been horrible. It's just that he you expect the— otherworldly numbers you'd expect from a upper echelon guy. Listen, if Kyle Lowry in a must
2: win game plays 46 and a half minutes of the 48. You know, maybe it's time to put Giannis out there for more than like 30. He played he played 36 minutes in game 2. He played 37 in game 1. You think LeBron is going to be on the on the bench a lot tomorrow in game 1 tonight if uh If it's a close game, LeBron is 35 years old. He's going to be playing a ton.
0: Keep Giannis on the damn floor. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
1: You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Go to tirerack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com slash Colin. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get
3: travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American
2: Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.
3: The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Alright,
2: let's get to the best bet and wrap up the show. I, I know you guys are proud. We're like 25 minutes in and I haven't said subscribe, rate, review once. Alright, here's my best bet. We're hot. 12-3-1. I think we're 5-0 and 1 in the last three days. I've only got one best bet. I don't feel great about riding the heat again here. And I'm going to go with the Houston Rockets. Getting, I see a six and a half. Uh, Are we going to call it six and a half or six, Rob G? I I might need the hook here. Because it's a risk riding James Harden and and Eric Gordon and and these guys. I just don't have a great feeling about the Lakers uh, coming out and delivering a beatdown here after we just watched the clips. Pummel the Nuggets. You know that the Lakers are watching these games. All right, I'm seeing six and a half in Vegas. I'm taking I'm taking the Houston Rockets to cover six and a half. Now I don't want them to win. I obviously want Lakers, Lakers, Clippers uh, in the Western Conference Finals. But that will be my lone best bet for Friday, September 4th. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Love the comments on um, on the gram. Next week, Rob G and I have been talking about rolling out a plan where listeners can submit a, an audio question via email and we'll read the, the questions and then tackle them and have some fun with them. And um, we're, we're, hopefully we can roll it out Monday. That's my hope. Um, and keep me to it on social media, by the way, if, uh,
0: if I forget to mention it. Everybody have a great weekend. We will see you Monday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a
2: road trip.